What is up, everyone? Episode 25. Can't believe we made it here. My friend, Jared McDonald. What is up? The Sunday evening. We're back. Uh, you know, just the usual. Just wrapping up things at the office. Um, you know, we were just talking about the show, The Office, uh, and the plan for this episode, the, you know, the office quote, um, you know, Michael, when he goes, sometimes I'll start a sentence and not know where it's going to go or something along those lines. Right. A hundred percent. That's the plan for this show. But Tyler, what's up with you? So on that note, I don't know if this is real because I saw it on Facebook first and you never know you can believe there, but this is Thursday, September 22nd, Oscar and, um, Kevin Malone from the office are coming to the SIU student center. Really? Yeah. Is that, would that be on SIU's calendar or anything? I I didn't, I, that's the thing. I haven't seen it on a calendar. That's the frustrating thing. Um, but that is family weekend, I think. And so, yeah, so now I'm, I'm super stoked for that, but Anyway, a lot happened this week. This was a super big week, I feel like, for sports in Kentucky. Not necessarily sports. Is that is that fair to say? This is a, this was a huge week for sports in Kentucky, but none of it had to do with an actual game. Yes. Yes, I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah, I just thought I just thought about that. None of it had to do with an actual game this week. Yeah, we were just talking about something that happened early this week, and we were both kind of like, "Well, because it's hard I said, to believe it was still this week because so much has I, happened." I said, "Hey, I it was like Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, hey, we should talk about this." And you're like, "Ah, it'll kind of fizzle out." And I'm like, "I don't know, man. This is a big thing. Like, no, it'll fizzle out. It fizzled out." Yeah, it, it might. One or two people in the next couple of weeks might be all grumbly about it. Right. But do you want to? Do you want to? introduce what so we we're can, talking about so we can touch on it um fred uh cowgill I, I forgot the for the exact the station he's at in louisville but um last year during a game at trinity he was injured on the sideline and he was came out on monday morning and he was suing the trinity school board trinity whatever um because they allowed people on the sideline, I, I think. Or too many people. Is that what he said? There yeah, were too many people I, I on think, the sideline? I think, I think what from what I saw, um, because it was too crowded. Um, yeah. Did you see the video? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did too. But, yeah. I mean. I have been on more crowded sidelines than that. Yeah. No, we, we were talking about this before. And I think we brought up Russellville. How one of yeah, their sidelines we is really small, and then you have a, like a cliff yeah. to the a cliff to the parking lot. Yeah, that Ray Stadium. Um, I've covered a soccer regional there, or soccer uh, soccer district. I don't remember, and it must have been a regional because it was Todd County. Um, and it was like a ball would kind of go over there and you would hope it would hit one of like the railings that went across. <laughs> but if they didn't, that ball was going to go over that ledge and bounce for days down that parking lot. And then you had um, that part in the corner of the end zone that came up 
that you could, whenever you're playing football, you can go up there. And, and also, there's a concrete, there's concrete on the field, right? Like where that walkway is almost? If, I don't know if it's on the field, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. The, the yeah. walls are, the walls are there, yeah. But that's um, old stadium, man. It's like kind of right in the middle of Russellville. It's really cool. I love it. That's a cool one. Um, Owensboro. Have you been to Owensboro? I don't think you have. Uh, I don't remember if you've been up there. No. What's the what, Rash? Is that the name of it? Rash. Yeah. yeah so no, I, I haven't been there. I've driven by. Rash is. Um, I, I've probably driven you by, honestly. Um, or but well, it's right there by um, um, Old Hickory. Old Hickory. It's it's near Old Hickory. Um, but it's kind of just thrown in the middle of this, of the school. And that's one of the tighter sidelines I've been on um, for football. But bottom line is, I feel like we know the risks if we're in that position. Right. But at the same time, you know, I've seen a lot of people, especially sports media people in the state, yeah, yeah. Making, a, making a very big deal about it. And, right. you know, just sitting back and thinking about it for a minute, I don't, you know, really think it's going to make that much of a difference. Let's be let's be honest. A lot of the videos that people get aren't super high quality, aren't always great anyway. Right. Um, you know, even when they're standing right there on the field. Um, and, you know, I, I think about if I'm in that position, you know, if, if I have medical bills associated with an injury like that. Jared, I'm not saying I would. We've made so much money in this business. I, yeah, that, that's what I'm just saying. I, I don't know the situation that deep, but I'm just saying I know what a lot of sports media people make, and I know most of them would have trouble paying medical right. bills for an extreme injury like that. Right. So that's why I, I, I'm I'm not mad about it. Uh, it just it is what it is to me. Yeah, it is what it is. I think. Um... I think a lot of it is kind of a, uh, again, we, we know the risks. Now we, I mean, you, you kind of roll with the punches. You did it during COVID anyway. You If you don't, if something happens and you say, hey, KHSA comes out and says, hey, you can't be on the sideline anymore of football games, then we'll just hope the press boxes get a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, it, it just seems like to me people are, very quick to react to things, especially lately. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm scrolling through Twitter pretty frequently or whatnot. I don't know. Did you see the stuff that came out with the um, the Washington Commanders this past week too? No, I didn't see uh, this one. There was a one-on-one interview. I think it was a TV guy there. Um, oh yes, you know, talked to Carson yes. Wentz with Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the president of the Washington Commanders quote tweeted. You know, a couple of like a cut clip from the interview of this reporter asking a couple of questions and was like he was mad at the questions that were asked, talking about how unprofessional it was and don't expect special access and or building rapport. Did you watch it? Did you listen to the questions? I wa- I listened to a couple of them. Um, the one about what, like he's he's super in incon- been super inconsistent that, or yeah, something. That's, that, yeah, he. The reporter said something along the lines of, you know, that's the reports coming out of camp, you know, consistently inconsistent. And he quoted, air quoted, that that's the term a lot of people are using. And just yeah. asked Carson Wentz about it. And, you know, it's he like just answered it like a normal question. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, it, it wasn't a big deal. And then the other one in that, 
clip. It was an 11 minute interview, I believe. And those yeah, were I think the that's two right. that yeah. got clipped um, talking about how, you know, the question was, you know, posed as they didn't want him in Philly. They didn't want him. Uh, I forget where was Carson Wentz else. Uh, anyway, wherever it was, um, didn't want him Dakota there. State. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and then it was like, do you feel like this is your last chance to prove that you can be a star in the NFL? Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yeah. Do you feel like this is your last chance to prove that you can be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Like, to me, that's a totally legitimate question. I mean, you just, I mean, I mean these yeah. people are trained, like, they're media trained, or they at least they should be, to answer questions. You like hope that. they are. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like those are two totally fair questions based on, you know, the past and what people are talking about. I mean, especially if how... you're getting ready to sit down and do a one-on-one, you should expect questions like that. It's not all going to be softballs. Like, how's your mean, day? I mean, given how at one point he was, yes, he did not win that Super Bowl, but he did everything he needed to do to get his team to that Super Bowl. And then Nick, Sir Nick Foles came in and got the job done. But I think you're right. I think it is a valid question. In that Indianapolis didn't go well. I think that's kind of fair to say. Um, and then you go to Washington. I think this is kind of a, I mean, this is a legit last shot. I mean, he's got a pretty solid dude to throw to in Terry McLaurin. Um, I mean, that's a pretty good security blanket for you that you can go to. I think it's fair. I, I do think... I don't know. I think we we do kind of jump the gun a little bit. I mean, I've done it. I mean, I think Cardinals are going to win the World Series or lose the World Series every day. Perfectly valid. After today, we're going to win it, by the way. Did you see it? Albert Pujols hit two homers today, by the way. But, um, yeah, I do think people kind of overreact. But I think it's a very unfair to just blame the media. I think that's kind of something that's unfair. I when, feel like that's been happening a lot lately, too. Yeah, I feel like somebody did that recently. The, the res- well, the responses, uh, sticking with this topic for just another minute, you know, the responses to that interview were like, this guy's a clown. He's asking qu- clown questions. Why right. are they treating him so poorly? It's, the, I mean, that. But on the flip the, side, the, yeah. If, if you're, if he's up there asking, all right, Carson. Um, it's not like he was straight up saying, Carson, you suck. Why? It's just like yeah. legitimately, if he's being inaccurate, like how do you not be? You know, like if hey, you're asking, it, people you've don't been realize. Inconsistent. Like, go ahead. Yeah, people don't think about how many questions do you think we ask as reporters in you know a year or a season like that? If you're a, if you're a daily beat reporter, oh my, um, like how many? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. They're not yeah. all going to come out the way you perfectly written down questions would. If like if you're a person on Twitter just wasting your day away trolling people and commenting on stuff. That yeah, fair. To do with you. I've asked some bad questions. I've asked some stupid questions. Yeah. You know, I ask some questions just joking around sometimes to mix things up and have lighten some fun. the mood a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's but, one thing our friend Ed Marlowe would do sometimes with Matt McMahon at Murray State. He would ask. <laughs> Silly questions, and then didn't and then, he wear like a, a doctor's outfit in there one time or something? Man, I don't know. Like, I don't know how McMahon. Get, I don't know how he didn't throw him out of every press conference, honestly. But whatever. Um, what yeah. was the other big news, man? 
that was uh, some exciting stuff in the bluegrass this week. You know, just two teams that play for the same team fighting against each other, you know. Yeah. I mean, just honestly. So what Jared is alluding to is the fact that Coach Cal called Kentucky a basketball school. If you've been living under a rock the last couple days, whatever. But that's where it comes down to. He said, basically, Kentucky's a basketball school. It was in him wanting a new practice facility was his reasoning for saying this. Um, then basically saying, I mean, you've got your Alabamas, your Georgias. Those are also football schools. He's like, but I do hope the football team wins 10 games every year, gets to a bowl. All of those things. Um Stoops responded. Uh, Vince Merrow responded. Who's the who's the um, the kicker for Kentucky that responded? Max I posted Duffy. the group. Max Duffy, Max Duffy responded. Punter, I believe. Punter, punter responded multiple times. Um, who has also forgotten that Western Kentucky beat Kentucky football? But whatever. Um, yeah, and uh, so everybody got on Cal because Cal hasn't won a lot lately, and people like bringing that up. But bottom line, I mean, it's Kentucky. Jared, you're from Maine. Jared, you're from Maine. So whenever you're growing up in the in the wilderness and you're sitting and with your with your Allens, I say Allens, like you're 21. I'm not gonna say like you're 12 and drinking Allens. I don't I, I mean if you were, that's fine. Um I'm saying like back then, not right now. Oh, okay. okay. Back then. Um back then. When you thought of Kentucky, did you think football power or basketball power? Well, back then, it wasn't relevant in football. It wasn't relevant until I went to a Kentucky football game. Let's make that very okay, clear. Okay, okay, okay. I My, feel uh, like we're jumping, but whatever. Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, no, what, no, go back to 2016. Look at my first Kentucky football game. They played New Mexico State. What's happened Aggies? since then? Yeah, they beat them in a shootout. Uh huh. They, I think they were zero two earlier that season. They lost to Southern Miss to open it up, then got um, clobbered. I was looking for the right word there. That was appropriate, family friendly. Clobbered by Florida. Got their butts. Kicked. And then, I, then I came, <laughs> and I turned that program around. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it was definitely considered a basketball school. They were not relevant. Nobody cared about football. Um, up until that point, now it is a football, you know, they've got a, a, a pretty good, they're not great yet, but a, a very good SEC football team. You know, they're, yeah, they've been competitive for, you know, one of those top two or three spots in the SEC, at least. They're not cellar dwellers anymore. And you got to give Mark Stoops credit for that. Um, and, you know, give Mitch Barnhart credit for that, too. Because he let him build the program. He gave him the time to build the program. He didn't jump the gun and say, nope, you're gone after two or three seasons. Right, like a right. lot of he, SEC 80s would yeah, be. Yeah. He let him have a little bit of breathing room. It wasn't yes. a, hey, man, this is, you've got two years, you got to turn around and you're out. I mean, he's let him kind of, like you said, cultivate, kind of build that program. That being said, nationally speaking, I think more people look at it and are more 
aware, have more interest in the basketball program at Kentucky than they do football. But, you know, even though they have that, the football program, you could say it's more important to the athletics department as a whole in, in some regards. Because, you know, it's that SEC money, it's that CFP money, um, you know, stuff like that that a lot of people might not think about. Um, you know, just being in the SEC is a big thing for them. It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why – why do you think all of these other teams are trying to get into the SEC? It's not because – I mean, number one, super good competition. Number two, you get more stuff. I mean, that's – whenever people are talking about Notre Dame – when are they finally going to go to a conference? I mean, I hope they don't. I just don't. I mean, see they the don't. Point they don't really anymore, need it right now. I do, they get that not? NBC money. They get that NBC money. They've got private money. You know, people want to play Notre Dame. It's not like they'll have trouble putting schedules together. That's true. That's a fair point. And if you can, why not? It's it's kind of like a yeah. Of Notre Dame. It's kind of like a yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. you do that again? Can you do that? I like yeah. that, that, that head nod. Um, yeah, I, but – and then to, to kind of go more into the Kentucky thing, and then I think Saturday Mitch Barnhart, uh, Kentucky AD, came out and said um, that media had kind of blown it out of proportion a little bit. I don't think that's 100% correct. Um, I, I, think, I wouldn't say that's any percent correct. Mark Stoops was the one that called him out, and that's what. Yeah, Mark Stoops called him called him out, um, and, and that's it was what almost immediately too. I think that's what um, Feinbaum said on Thursday. Was the story was that Stoops responded? Um, I don't know. I think it's spicy. Adds a little bit more to Kentucky being in the Bahamas going four zero. But if you're Stoops, it, you kind of have to respond, but it makes it worse. And then you know. Fair. But then Stoops also responded again Saturday and said, you know, our program yeah. was born on third base, kind of taking a shot at Cal, taking over a, a really, you know, storied Kentucky basketball program. That was I, just think, I just want them to all get along, man. Yeah, why can't we all just be friends? Why can't we all just be friends? What are you watching, Jared? Are you watching anything good in your busy, busy time? Uh, Not anything new. I restarted Friday Night Lights. Cause it's fall. Oh. I love it in the fall. It's so just, good. I, so much work right now at like this time of year that it's one of those things that if I need to get some work done, it's just on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Background I have that um, because you know, I haven't, I haven't really been able to watch some of these preseason NFL games because of the channels that they're on and whatnot. I don't have your fancy. I just kind of forget. That, I, honestly. Well, I've, been, I've been paying attention. Because, you know, a few of Western Kentucky's former players made their, you know, preseason debuts this past week. Right. I saw your um, your interview with Western something coach or somebody's interview uh, with, with co- somebody's West. Co-OC and quarterbacks coach, yeah. Ben Arbuckle, the play caller. Yeah. yeah. He, was, uh, he um, was an offensive analyst this past year, got promoted when Zach Kitley, the OC, left for the Texas Tech job. But he had also worked with Zach Kitley and Bailey Zappi down at HBU, Houston Baptist, before they all came to Western Kentucky. And, uh, yeah, he said um, – he texted Bailey the next morning. I was like, hey, man, that was a nice interception you threw. You know, just trying to joke around with him and stuff. But, you know, Zappi had a pretty solid debut. 
uh, I think it was 19 of 32 passing, 205 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Um, I mean, no, they didn't solid. play most of their starters. Most most of the teams, I would say, this past week didn't play most of their starters. But you know, not a not a bad day. Got some reserved praise from Bill Belichick. So he smiled cool. after the game. Do you see that? Yeah, he's not as bad as people make him out to be. Oh, that's right. You're from up there. <laughs> My bad. Well, I forgot. People Sorry. up there don't realize. People, people. I'm not a Patriots fan. I didn't grow up a Patriots fan. But, like, just working at a TV station there as an intern, I had all those little peasant tasks, like, transcribing audio from practices. And his, like, his transcripts would be fairly long. The answer to each question would be fairly long. It's just the way he delivers it. And some of the things he says aren't necessarily, like, that telling. Um, But he does talk. Did I tell you the other day, so... um... In our department, we have a couple GAs, we have a couple student workers, um, and one of our GAs is a Patriots fan. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really a big Patriots fan. And I said, I'm not a huge Tom Brady guy. And he goes, what if I told you that I think Tom Brady is the greatest athlete of our generation? And I'm like, hmm, I wish you wouldn't. The greatest athlete? Maybe, maybe like the great, I, I, I don't know. I think I, maybe the greatest player he said, I don't know. But athlete, I get what you're saying. I don't think he's a great athlete. He's the best quarterback. Maybe the best quarterback. Maybe that's what he said. I, I would agree with that statement. No, I don't think no, he's, he's not a, the best athlete on the team. Do you, so, okay, to kind of go in with that, do you think like player of the year MVP, like that argument? What do you mean? There's a difference. Are we okay with that? Are we Player say, of the we... year and MVP. Yeah. Are we okay yeah. with saying yeah. that? I, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go back okay. to MLB um, a handful of years ago, uh, whenever Joey Votto was in the discussion for that award, MVP, mm-hmm. and the Reds were atrocious. No, yeah, yeah. It, it, that could have been any. It, it, there's not much value to being the most valuable player on a bad team. Because you're still bad. You're still you're, the, you guys the, are still bad. Yeah, the best player award would have been a more accurate statement. In a situation like that, those are two totally different things. So you don't think he should have gotten like? But still, even though they're bad, he is still valuable to their badness. You could, I mean, you could argue if they don't have I mean, him, they're substantially worse. Yeah, but I mean, what's the difference between last and last and nobody in the stands? Or nobody in the stands? I I don't know. Nothing. No matter how good or bad he is, they're still bad. I mean. Yeah, that's true, I guess. The most outstanding player award would be a better term for that. Or I mean, you could have both awards. Why not? We give out awards for everything these days. Back we in really? my day. Back in my day. You said earlier you're 28. Yeah, back in my day. We didn't get participation ribbons for participating. We didn't even get them for winning. And we walked uphill both ways wanna, to the game. Do you want to hear a funny story? 
So a couple weeks ago, I um, went home. There was a tractor pool. My dad's family is big into tractor pools. Did I send you this snap? Did I send you this? No. Um, but I, I've been to a tractor pool or two in my day. I'm from the middle I like of tractor pools. I like tractor pools. I'm more and, of a demolition uh, derby guy. but I don't like demolition derbies as much. I like tractor pools. Um, and we got to talking about like when I was growing up and we would like used to like turn stuff in for like 4-H things. And I remember one year I turned in like a corn stalk from uh, one of my cousin's fields and somebody else turned in a stalk from the exact same fields and the other one won and mine didn't. Are you still mad? No, I'm not mad. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Are you saying you're Corn stalk was just as outstanding. Whereas I think it was just <laughs> as good. I think it was just as good. I think they don't. I don't know. But what I'm saying, I, I just I'm. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting story. But again, I, director pools. Woo. My hometown this year. Uh, sorry, this year, this past weekend, yesterday we're recording this on Sunday. On Saturday, they had the Maine Red Hot Dog Festival. <laughs> I watched some of the highlights on some of the news stations that were there. And they wonder why I don't want to go back home sometimes. There was one guy they interviewed. He was wearing a hot dog costume. Yeah, yeah, you sent that one to me. I it, sent this to you. I sent this to a lot of people. And I was like, uh, this is where I'm from. He was like, it's just a wonderful time. And they're eating all my children over in the hot dog tent. And I was like, what? Again, he, you and you did just mention that he's in a hot dog suit. Yeah. I mean, it's still weird to say. Yeah. I could go for a red hot dog. I mean, I like hot dogs. I know a lot of people right. don't, but I like hot dogs. I do too. Very do you good. think, um, I saw something the other day that said bologna is just a hot dog sandwich. I've thought about <laughs> that. It's not quite. It's not quite. It, it, it may, I, 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 I get where it's coming. But. What do you what do you put on hot dogs? What do you what do you put on the red? What are they called? Red red hot red snapper? What are they called? Red hot dogs. Some people call them red snappers, but red hot dogs. Okay, what do you put on these I, red hot dogs? I mean, you just treat it like a normal dog. I know. So that that's the so question what, here. I'm asking I mean, what you put on hot dogs. If I just have like a straight up hot dog, I usually just put mustard on it, whether it's a normal hot dog or red hot dog. I used to do I, ketchup, but then I became an adult <laughs> I, I just don't so i will say <laughs> wait I have... do you put ketchup on them yeah because, <laughs> yeah of course i do <laughs> but i will say i have gotten more into mustard in like the last couple months i know that's a weird thing to say but i've gotten like i got into mustard this year yeah mustard's not bad I made uh, I made some poor man's burn ins the other day with some hot dog, um, and I had this hot mustard, and uh, it, they were super good. Yeah, like a little bit of kick to the mustard. It, I've got like probably four things of mustard in my fridge, just different kinds at this point. I just have one. I got. I don't even cook that much. Fundraiser. I cook a decent amount, at least once yeah. or twice, at least every other day, probably. Yeah. I have to be in the mood. I like to go all out when I cook, though. So, you know, put on that classical music, pop open the bottle of red, 
Get the vibes going. What are you watching now? Uh, I'm watching a show called Barry. That's about, I think it's Bill Hader. Is that his name? Bill? I think so. Um, he's a hitman who used to be like a Marine. Uh, I'm on season three. I'm not 100% sure how many it has. Um, but I'm also listening to a podcast that's super good. We don't talk about podcasts enough on here. Is it the Meet the Press podcast that you can find on Apple and Spotify and every other platform? It's not. It's called Crooked City. Um, it's about Youngstown, Ohio. And like the mob connections in Youngstown, Ohio. There's mob connections there? I just know it as like a coaching hotbed, football coaching hotbed. Yeah. It's the it's where uh Bo Pelini was. It's where the right? Stoopses are from. Didn't Bo Pelini coach at Youngstown State? Am I making that up? Uh, he might have. But the Stoopses are from Youngstown State to bring this thing full circle. And they're also in the Missouri Valley Football Conference that they SIU also, is in. Are they really? They're the Penguins, right? Yeah, they're the Penguins, yeah. Do you know what their do you know what the city newspaper in uh Youngstown was called? I think it's closed now. It which is sucks. Also, no. shout out to all those at for Gannett that lost their jobs on Friday. Yeah, that's business sucks. sucks. Um but anyway, no, it was the Vindicator. That's kind of cool. I know, isn't it? Isn't it kind of cool? Yeah, yeah, that's it's cool. dope. Imagine just being like that. I'm Jared McDonald from the Vindicator. the Vindicator. Kentucky plays Youngstown State this year. Ooh. Are you excited for that game? Are you going to be at Kroger Field? I don't think so. When is it? September 17th. I'll be in Indiana. I don't know where I'll be. I don't know who we have September 17th. Should we predict win totals eventually on this podcast for the uh, local teams? I don't know much about Louisville. That's the only thing there. I saw a thing the other day. It was um, like on the SEC now or something. And some guy said Tennessee was going 10 and 2. Tennessee is going 10? I don't know anything about Tennessee football. I don't know anything about Tennessee either. Uh, September 17th. Oh, we're at Northwestern. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last week. Did we? So I said I was going to be in Indiana. You said you were going to be there. Because the week oh, before, no I was like, I could. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because I was like, I could swing up to SIU and catch them playing. SEMO. SEMO. At 6 the war for the for the wheel. War of the wheel. The war of the wheel? Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a favorite? It doesn't necessarily have to be a rivalry. But. You know, a game between two teams, whether that's a name or a trophy yeah. that they play for. Yeah, it was when I was in Central Illinois. Um, Windsor and Stu Strauss. Stu Strauss was Stewartson Strasburg. So Stewartson Strasburg was a co-op high school. Um, and they had a, a, turn, a, a game every year with Windsor 
And the game at Stustros was for the green hatchet, and the one at Windsor was for the blue hatchet. And then they combined and made one team, and they were the hatchets. But they they played every year. I covered the last um, hatchet game in 2015. 2015. There are fixing my hair. I'm trying to. There are Thank you. three that stand out to me. Okay. Um, that I've been able to cover over the years. Um, you know, sticking with preps, uh, football game, Greenwood, Warren East, I believe, the possum bowl. The winner gets a, a stuffed possum head. That's nice. Yeah. That's just the the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing quite like having a possum head in your office all year. The other two are with Western, uh, just because of their rivalry names. Mm -hmm. uh, 100 Miles of Hate, Western's rivalry with Middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. It's really not that, you know, volatile or yeah, energized right now. Yeah, I don't think like, there's there weren't that many right now. Yeah, it's kind of like 100 Miles of eh. It's, it's, 100, it's 100 miles of eh. <laughs> I mean, it was like 10, 12,000 people at the football game last year here in Bowling Green. Western was really good last year. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon. And like, not a cloud in the sky, like 70, 75 degrees. It was, that was a day to watch football, if there's any day to watch football. It's, it was that one. Every day. Um, Every day. The other one is, yeah, the other one was the Moonshine Throwdown. Uh, Ooh, unofficial nickname. With uh, between Western Kentucky and Marshall, it's entering a hiatus with Marshall going to the Sun Belt this year, um, and them not being on each other's non-conference schedule. But pretty good name, pretty good name, pretty good rivalry. There's some, there was some heat there. Did Brandy Moss play at Bowling Green? Hmm. That was probably before the the rivalry really got going in 2014. Oh, Western when Western joined yeah when Western joined Conference USA just because they had that Moss. like 67 66 shootout game. I believe Marshall was ranked at the time, and uh, Western came in. I think it was a little scrum dilly dum beforehand, a little brouhaha. Scrum dilly dum. Uh, yeah, Elliot Pratt, the guy that had western beat reporter job at the daily news before me did an oral history of it um you know talked to a bunch of people involved and just kind of took quotes and told the story of it uh, i believe it was on the five-year anniversary of it and it was Ooh. fantastic it was so good so good i would recommend it it's one of those pieces that just stands up to the stands up in time stands up stands the test of time it stands the test of What is it? What um it it stands up. It stands up. Yeah. It stands up. It uh yeah, it has a long life. Yeah. So to continue on long life, my man, they are really not gonna like this. Um, so the prize pick of the week today is my grandmother's birthday. Um, and tomorrow is my mother's birthday. 
Uh, and today is also my cousin Dade's birthday. So, yeah. And my Uncle Gary is Tuesday. And my late grandfather is also tomorrow. So if you had to pick one for the prize pick award winner of the week. You can make me pick between my mom and my grandma. <laughs> we need views, man. We need some, <laughs> <laughs> we need some debate. We need some hate. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make I'm a, I'm in PR now, man. I'm I'm just I'm just mellowed out. I'm just not I'm as angry this. anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm still in the media. I, I still need these controversies like Cal and Stoops that I create. But yeah, that you guys create, and that I now have to put out fires of you crazy guys. Who would yours be this week? Uh, my prize big award winner of the week for those who are just now tuning in. It's an award we give out each week to someone that we just want to recognize. It can be given more than once. Uh, it can be a shout out. It can be anything of the sort. Last week, mine was John Calipari. That was so <laughs> funny. I forgot about that. I forgot. And then this week happened. <laughs> I might give it to him again. It was an exciting week for someone that doesn't cover UK. That's so awesome. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for real though, I'm gonna go back oh. to something we had talked about a little bit. Um, you know, three Western Kentucky football players, former football players that I had the chance to cover, made their NFL preseason debuts this week. We talked about Bailey Zappi playing quarterback for the New England Patriots, but Jared Stern saw some action Saturday night for Tampa Bay in their game against Miami. Had, I believe, four receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, he's an undrafted guy, surprisingly so. Um, I believe he was one of only three players since 2000 when they're receiving triple crown, you know, leading the nation in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns last year at Western Kentucky and the number one passing offense in the country. And D'Angelo Malone, um, you know, made his debut with the Atlanta Falcons. He was picked in the third round of the NFL draft. Defensive player, he had three tackles, including one for a loss in Atlanta's went over Detroit on Friday night. So they each got some action over a three-day period. You know, just all three of those guys, really nice to cover, really great to work with, and really fun to watch. So uh, just shout out to them. And also, before we end it, shout out to Short Sleeve Hoodies. Oh, yes. Before we got on here, Tyler was talking about the <laughs> SIU swag he got, and he was hyping up the Short Sleeve Hoodie. And I went with my short sleeve hoodie today, too. And people hate on them. They're great. They're super comfy, man. They are very super comfy. It's like when you want that hoodie weather, but can't go full hoodie. It's just something that happens. It works. Well, thank you all for following along this week. Episode 25. We'll see you next week. Thank you all. <laughs>